With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Good morning to you. Doug Gottlieb, Rob Parker in for Dan and the Danettes. Boys vacation is over as of uh, Monday, right? They're back Monday. So in the meantime, you're just stuck with us. Our guy, Bucky Brooks, who's um, he's actually a high school football coach, former NFL player, an outstanding analyst for the NFL Network and part of uh, the Move the Sticks podcast, which I was listening to this morning uh, driving in. Um, uh, he'll join us at half past the hour. We'll get his take on the Pat Mahomes contract and on Cam Newton and what we can expect from the former NFL MVP with the New England Patriots that upcoming half past the hour. Rob Parker, you can hear him on uh, on the Odd Couple, which is uh, 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific here on Fox Sports Radio, your iHeartRadio app. You can also download the Inside the Parker podcast, which is all baseball all the time. And you can read his work in Deadspin, in which he wrote that Pat Mahomes missed a golden opportunity to get a fully guaranteed contract, something we debated, and we'll talk with Bucky Brooks uh, upcoming. But, uh, Rob, I, I want to talk about the biggest story of the day, and that's that yesterday the Big Ten took the lead, and uh, they decided to announce that they were not, are, are not, excuse me, going to play, um, uh, go, going to play non-conference games if they have an upcoming 2020 college football season. Here's the new commissioner of the Big Ten, Kevin Warren. This decision would allow us to, one, do the right thing by our student-athletes, keep them at the forefront of all of our decisions, and make sure we create an environment to give us the best chance to play. I mean, one thing we have to to realize is that this is not a fait accompli that we're going to have sports in the fall. Uh, We may not have sports in the fall. We may not have a college uh, football season in the Big Ten. What's your, what's your reaction to his announcement? Well, I mean, it's, this is such a fluid situation. I don't think anybody really knows, Doug, what's going to happen come September and whether there'll be a college football season, uh, the, the virus, will it be a vaccine, will something, I, I, how bad it's going to be. 
So I think that they're going about it trying to figure out a way to somehow salvage a football season, somehow get players uh, on the football field um, so that they can get their broadcast money and and all the other stuff that comes with it, even if they have to go without fans. And at one point they were talking about having fans sign waivers and all kinds of maybe just having 25% of the uh, – crowd uh, coming in to watch the game, whatever, by hook or crook, they would love to try to get a football season in. Um, So I think this is just like a step. It doesn't mean that this is going to work or it, uh, it fixes the problem by, by just playing conference games instead of bringing other people in. So it's, it's very up in the air. I, I, I thought there's a chance that we would get football. I'm not so sure now. Doug, I'm really – I'm not sure. I think the NBA and baseball is going to start, and we'll see what happens as we go forward. And I think that will probably be the biggest uh, test to see if somehow, some way, you know, we can have football. Well, I mean, look, and, and this is – to me, this is actually universal to um, the NBA bubble. Uh, it's a little different with Major League Baseball's bubble, but, but I, I'm of the belief, and you're allowed to dispute this, the college ball players are way better off on campus than they are at home. And, and the, the reason is when you're on campus, though, though you're not, you are bringing in people from all different areas of the country. You're at least in a protected environment. You at least have the absolute best medical care. You can get tested, which is incredibly expensive uh, on a daily or weekly basis. And if you do, Pop up positive is I think Clemson had like twenty six kids pop up positive. You're going to get the best treatment as opposed to if you're at home, the environment is not contained. Right, the world has opened up. Whether you wear a mask or don't wear a mask, some people, some states um, are making it uh, mandatory. Some are making it mandatory but not enforced. Some are not making it mandatory. So the the point is that you're. It's not like you're coming from a quarantine bubble and going to the wild, wild west. You're coming from an open environment and going to some sort of bubble-ish sort of area with far better medical protection, right? And th- that's how they're already pop- popping up positive. And that's, oh yeah, by the way, uh, why they're getting treated. And I think ultimately they will hopefully be fine. Knock, knock on wood. Um, I-, I think that's, and and it's a real and legitimate argument to say, hey, look, if we, if we bring in non-conference schools, like one, we don't know if they're going to play. We don't know if they have the funding. So let's, and even if they do play, we don't actually know how much they've been tested or if they've been in quarantine the way that we've been in quarantine. We know that the Big Ten schools have the same, all the same protocols. We know that they're all well funded. We know that they've all been tested. And if they popped up positive, they've been removed from their activities. I actually think this is the safest and smartest way. And I, I think the Big Ten. Though some people, cynics, will say that this is the Big Ten, you know, jumping ahead and doing like a preemptive strike. It's not. It's they've come to a, a, a conclusion kind of quickly that this is the smartest, most likely way to have a football season. And look, the Big Ten and granted, it was a different commissioner, but they've done a lot of things ahead of the curve, mostly for the good of college football and especially the good of the Big Ten. And it's worked whether it's their own network or whether it's conference expansion. And I think it stands to reason that uh, they believe this is the, 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 the path most likely to give us a, a college football season. 
Yeah, I, I, I get it. I, I'm still not sure that um, even given these uh, circumstances and what they're trying to accomplish, as you mentioned before, with all the players at Clemson, uh, like could there be an outbreak at Michigan, God forbid, or Michigan State or, you know, Northwestern or something like that? We, we just don't know. And, and how would that impact, you know, whether or not you would go along or go forward with a football season? We saw the Ivy League shut down all four sports, I mean all four fall sports, right, uh, and just decided to pull the plug and say that they don't think it's safe enough, so they decided not to do anything. Is that because, Doug, uh, the Ivy League doesn't have uh, big football programs that are uh, make a, a ton of money and it's easier to shut down? Is, is, that, is that the reason that they can be more cautiously, uh, you know, cautious with the student-athletes compared to these uh, big-time factory uh producing football schools why do you like every every argument you you bring comes to the argument of of money and factory and there's a negative like well, like I'm like just, there's this darconian like do you think those kids don't want to play football do you think yeah, they, they I don't think want they do want to play football okay. but that's but it's not sometimes you have to protect people from themselves Fair. it's just like it's just Fair. like the government telling people don't go outside or stay in the house, Doug. It, it's not that people don't want to go out. You don't think people want to go out and socialize and go to the beach and have lunch with their friends? Yes. But sometimes you have to protect people from themselves because, yes, they do want to do those things, but it's not good for them, and you know better than But, but football's never been good for you. Ted, like, football is, like, this is, like, the idea of safe football is such, it, it's, it's such an oxymoron. It, it's not. And uh, it's, like, look, it, Playing college it's basketball safer, or playing safer, okay, not safe, okay, safer. Playing, you're, but you're actually safer playing college football than you are being at home. Because when you're at home, do you think a college kid who's 19, 20 years old is at home? He doesn't have college football. Is he just staying at home in quarantine and not leaving his house? But Doug, but no, 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 no I, that can't might, say. Well, I'm asking you a question. I don't know. Not some people. Come not on, everybody. Dude. Come on, not man. Not everybody. Some people might so, stay home. No, no, they wouldn't. Maybe they have a grandparent, or maybe they have uh, cousins, or or other siblings, right. or people so with they're, issues. So they're actually so yes. they're actually safer, and their family's safer. And look, here's another part of like it, it's it's actually a lie that people the idea that well you can't do it if we have online classes. Mm, maybe you should ask an actual athlete. Many students, and I don't know an actual percentage. But as I've, as I've discussed things with several schools in terms of coaching in Division One, and I have a brother who's an assistant, been an assistant coach for 25 years in Division One basketball, most student-athletes take online courses almost exclusively. They don't actually, like, oh, you can't have, like, what, what happens if the whole school goes online is the whole school loses a ton of money because you because they make money not just off tuition but also off room and board and everything else on campus. They that's a massive amount and so you're you, you have to mitigate all of those losses. Additionally, putting people attendance is a big financial generator not just in terms of money but also for the town and that's where they get donations for the rest of the schools yeah, by Glenn Hands people. I, as somebody who teaches, I I also believe that hands-on, being able to uh, have one-on-one uh, talks with somebody and instruction is important, too. I, I, I'm, I don't, not, I'm not I don't dispute that. I'm not disputing that. But I'm telling you, no, I, look, I'd much rather uh, be in a classroom and be able to answer the kids' questions, be able to go to them and give them one-on-one 
uh, guidance and have them understand rather than it just be uh, online. I get on online, but I'm telling you, I'd rather the the hand hands-on approach. Rob, I agree with you. Okay, and like, look, I got three little kids. And, you know, there, there's a there's a social aspect to it. There's a mental health health aspect to it for little kids going to class. Right. Anybody who has kids knows that there's some good and there's some bad to the to the homeschooling thing. And it's been really, really interesting to kind of navigate it. I, I'm just telling you the reality of it is, even though in person learning, by my estimation and yours as well, and you're actually a professor at USC, in person learning is way better than learning online. But the re, again, the reality of it is that it's kind of a red herring college football and college basketball players rarely step foot on that part of campus. Anyway, they're not actually going to miss the in-person learning because in an effort to, to make their lives easier, they just do online classes. That way they can have plenty of time to rest and to hang out and have a life, do their football, do their basketball and, and then still be a, a regular human being. That's, it's just an easier way to balance it and an easier way for them to keep up with their school. It's like, you know, it's what used to be correspondence courses are now online courses. And, and even the core curriculum is taught online previous to this. And, you know, I, so I, I, I think the idea, if you have all, all online course, courses, it doesn't mean you can't have football. It does mean you have to wonder whether or not you can actually get students into the stands and fans into the stands. And that's where it changes the financial aspects, but all aspects of college football. I, I don't think that yesterday said we're not going to have a college football season. I do think that it it showed we're, we're very likely to not have a college football season for a good portion of the non-Power Six leagues. That's that's what because they need football to make money, not just their own home games, but those guarantee games. You take away the guarantee games, and now the the home games, the, the regular conference games for those conferences are crazy expensive with very little money coming in. That That's where I wonder if those schools will have football. You mean this season or long term? This season and then how it affects them long term. Yeah, because that's, that's the issue that I have is I think the damage done, especially, Doug, if there is no college football season, will be widespread, and there will be programs that will go away uh, f- because of the financial aspect of it. This is going to be very, very interesting and in, in, in why it's important for them to try to push through with the season. Uh, they, they almost have to, and most of the kids are going to be willing. And here's the other thing. We see it in uh, pro sports where guys are opting out. Uh, where would you be, Doug, if you were a college coach and guys, if you're, you're at Michigan's football team and – 20 kids go to Jim Harbaugh, I'm, I don't feel comfortable playing. Are, are you cool with that? I don't think you'll have a choice. Then whether you're cool with it or not cool with it, you won't have a choice. Kid doesn't want to play. I mean, it's going to come down to, and the NCAA would likely grant a kid a redshirt year, whatever. Uh, you know, to me, again, this is how, 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 how college kids really think. I would be like, if I'm a backup, I'm like, I hope the starters do that. That way I get to play. They all want to show themselves they all want to play. They, they just do. I, if you poll them, I'd say you get a 95 to 98% kids want to play. If they don't, then, you know, they'll be, I'm sure, granted a medical redshirt year and somebody else will get that opportunity. You know, the, 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 the college coaches that I've spoken with, and some are actually over 60 years old or in the most danger-prone group, have said, like, look, it's about the kids and getting the opportunity to play and unbelievable experience, whether it's football or basketball, 
the 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 if you're in danger as a coach, you should be willing to either step aside, sign a waiver, or whatever, so that the kids can play. And I think most coaches would would actually do that. Um, where it gets tricky is with fans in the stands. But I, I think the kids want to play, and if they don't want to play, they can opt out, and there'll what? be somebody in their stead. I don't think you can do spring football though, because none of the they all think they're going to the NFL, and any kid who thinks he's going to the NFL won't want to put themselves in that sort of harm's way, even if it's a five- or six-game season, because then you're talking about playing 20 games in a calendar year, and your body, NFL teams would would not want that, and the kids wouldn't want that. I, I don't think that's really a viable uh, option for, for schools. And one last thing, Doug. Would you sign a waiver as a fan to go sit in the stands and watch a college football game? Yes. Okay. Yes. And yet we, you're right not. Of course, to. we disagree. Because, but know, I would also I, I would also tell you that having taken business law from a professor named Andy Urich at Oklahoma State, signing a waiver doesn't actually clear that school of liability. It, it's actually a, a bit of a misconception. You can still sue even if you sign a waiver. So um, the the waiver idea makes people think that they can't sue even though they can. On the other hand, the idea that you would sign a waiver, go to a college football game potentially contract COVID-19 and then sue a school, you're pretty much the dumbest and worst human being, one of the wor- one of the bad human beings on earth. Like, right? Like you, you legitimately were told of the dangers, hopefully prepared yourself, wore your gloves, wore your mask, <laughs> still want to get it, and then you're going to blame somebody else? Sorry, I just, I don't have, I, I don't have time for that level of idiocy. So then they would say that they, you shouldn't have had a game. There shouldn't have been a game if right. there was a chance of me getting sick. Right. We don't want, we want, we want nothing in terms of a personal accountability. And that, that's a different different story. Okay. Did Pat Mahomes give away a golden opportunity with the contract that he signed? Rob Parker's not just a radio host and a professor at USC. He's also a writer for Deadspin. His article is going to drop at some point in the very near future. That's exactly what he said. We'll allow him to kind of thoroughly make his point, and Bucky Brooks will either agree or disagree. He'll join us next in the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb, Rob Parker, and for Dan the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Rob is, among other things, a talented writer, has written for a long, long time, different uh Newspapers. What? Uh, Thirty-four years, if you could believe that, since my 34 first newspaper job. Thirty-four the, years. The Wilkes-Barre Times leader. I was a high school sports writer. Doug, you ready? Yeah. I covered Rocket Ishmael and Quadri, his brother. They were high school track stars in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. I was twenty-one years old, and they were seniors in high school. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Absolutely, positively crazy. <laughs> Absolutely, positively crazy. Um, okay, so if you go to, uh, if you go to Deadspin, it has posted. Yes. It has posted. It has posted. Did you did you retweet it? I'm doing it right now. I just, right, I, just I just got it. Yep. Gonna, 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 there you go. Give him a chance to retweet it. All right. So the article out on Deadspin, written by uh, Rob Parker, who of course is co-hosting with me today here on Fox Sports Radio and, and uh, the iHeartRadio app, and of course here in the Dan Patrick Show and the Dan Patrick app. Uh, is that Pat Mahomes gave away a great opportunity. What is that opportunity? What? The opportunity was to make history and to change the way the NFL does business with his players. Like, he, of all players who could have demanded and gotten a fully guaranteed contract, and what I mean by that, Doug, is he if he signed this, it doesn't have to be 10-year, whatever they would have agreed on, but whatever it would have been, Whatever the amount of money that they talked about in the deal would be fully guaranteed. If it's a six-year deal, four-year deal, whatever, whatever they had come up with and whatever the money was, it should have been fully guaranteed, and he was the guy. We saw Kirk Cousins get a three-year, as a free agent, a three-year fully guaranteed contract for $84 million, and I just thought there was a golden opportunity to, 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 to change the landscape of what NFL players, all the other leagues, NBA, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, you get guaranteed contracts. Mike Trout signed for $426 million. He's going to get $426 million. Not a dollar less, not a dime less. I remember when A-Rod was leaving the Rangers and wanted to go to the Red Sox. Do you remember that story? Yep. Yep. And he was going to take a, a little pay cut to go to the Red Sox so that it all could fit. fit. And the union refused to allow him to uh, take a pay cut because uh, he had to get all the money that he had signed for so that deal was nixed, which is fine, and I get it. Uh, Because once you open up that Pandora's box, you're going to have problems and other people. And in this case, had Mahomes 
made the NFL do this, other players could have maybe followed his lead and, and been like, this is where we should be headed. And whether the contracts, Doug, are smaller, three years, two years, whatever the money is, it should be guaranteed. Uh, the headline said $503 million, but there is no guarantee that he's going to get. You could speculate all you want. He could get hurt in, in next season and never be the same player and never get all that money. My point is he should sign for a fully guaranteed contract, and that's what he should have held out for. Okay. I mean, look, you're, you're, if, if you like that, then you like what Kirk Cousins did in getting two straight. Two, hold on, did. two straight. Remember, he was a franchise taggy two straight years, which is what Dak Prescott could do. He could be a franchise tag one more year. Okay, which again guaranteed this year for like thirty-one million and change. Next year would be maybe a little bit more uh, because it's the average of the top five salaries. Probably would be more. Um, and so you know, next year in the thirty-two, thirty-three, and then he could be transition tagged, or he could be, or he could be a free agent, and then he could sign. But but Pat Mahomes was not a free agent. He does have guaranteed money. It just may not be for the length of time or the amount of money that that you believe. Really, this is a two hundred and seventy-four. $0.781 million guaranteed deal for six years. Most of the money is actually paid up. A good portion of the money is paid up front, $141 million or so uh, in the next two years, right? March of 2022, he'll be fully, by then he'll be fully paid $141 million. No, he signed for 503. That's the number that they no, told No, listen, you. listen, you're, you're doing that. You're reading the Lee Steinberg, hey, I signed the guy for 503. That's what the contract says. He got to go, go Google it. The richest sports no, contract I, I, I understand. in the history of so, uh, so your pro- sports is Patrick Mahomes. Look, right? that's a, that's a reporting issue. That's a journalism issue. That that's not, that's actually not a Pat Mahomes issue. One, he was not a free agent. Okay. So they, but that didn't stop to, to, him from signing him to a deal. Doug, stop using that. If if that was the case, his the deal, Chiefs. His no, deal. wait a minute. What, what no, is wait. better? You the tell me. The contracts wouldn't have given you, him a contract extension. Fine, fine. They didn't have to sign him, so stop using you that did, as. They, they well, didn't he have wasn't to. a free agent, but he they wasn't. signed him to a deal. I understand. Didn't they? So yes. So so when I'm negotiating a deal and I'm giving you the listen, we'll sign. You, you've been great. You're awesome. We love you here. You love it here. You love Andy Reid. You've been nothing but uh, but as uh, better than we ever could have imagined. Ever could have imagined, right? Um, so here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna add on, we're gonna add on money to your new contract, and we're gonna pay you more than anybody else. So you you tell me, Rob, what's a better contract? Two seventy four for six years, or Doug, my my Doug. Tra- No, no, I'm I'm asking you a question. I'm asking you a question. What's a better contract? Two seventy four for four years, or four hundred and change for twelve years for for Trout? What's a better contract? Uh, 426 no, because the 274 that you're talking about yep. is not totally guaranteed. Yes, There's a chance. No, it's, no, it's not. Have you read Have you read the yes. details of the contract? No, you I haven't. Have. No, it's you not, haven't. I mean, I'm talking about the money that's out front, what you just mentioned. The 63 that was fully guaranteed at signing, the 141 no, injury. You're, you're, no, listen. That, you're, those you're, are the numbers no, I read. No, you're, you're miss. Look. It's it's the it, it in truth it's all fully guaranteed in the first six years. It's paid out early. Okay, there's a, there's a difference there. What's paid out it goes into what's called an escrow account. So the the Chiefs have to put uh, sixty three million. They have to pay him sixty three million right away. Then they have to put the rest of this money, the one hundred and three million, in an escrow account immediately. And then that escrow account 
is he ha- he can he has to be paid by next March. Then there's another escrow account. So that's not just fully guaranteed money. That's money that they have to come up and put into escrow real cash that they have to come up with right away. That is his money regardless. Okay. Then the contract is actually, there are advanced roster bonus rollovers, which is really guaranteed money. No, it's not guaranteed because you got to make the roster and they can cut you, Doug. If they, you're you're saying, yes, Rob, if they cut him, he becomes a free agent and then he makes more, even more money. Doug, he could be injured. That's the reason why they cut him. And he has he could injury have an issue. And he has injury guarantees. Situ- but there's a situation that, that, that the reason that they're letting him go is that he can't go get another deal comparable. Or he's not as healthy or there's another issue. All I'm oh, saying is there's no guarantee that he's going to get 503. You can't, no, no you can't no, guarantee no, me that. You're right. You're right. That's my pen- point. But the penalties to cutting him or the penalty to cutting him are so severe. But does that, it mean you can't cut the guy, Doug? That's my point. Can they cut here's, him? Here's the biggest point. Okay, yes this, or no? Can they cut him? Of course they can. Okay, and then. And then you know how much they'll owe him? Depending on when they cut him, if they cut him in the first three years, he'll get 141. But after the third year, then the fifth year becomes fully guaranteed. Right? Doug, so, what again, if they cut ta- him in the, you're the talking first three about, years? Look, why would they cut him? Because he got seriously injured okay. or he has some okay. other issue. Okay, thank you. Thank so you. So could he thank get you. Wait, 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 stop. Stop talking for one second, then I will give you a chance. Okay, so you're talking about a sport that has a possibility, okay, a higher possibility of a career de- uh, uh, debilitating injury than any other, than any of the other three, three big sports. So what you want an NFL team to do is sign up for the biggest contract ever, for the longest guarantee ever, when that's not the case with baseball. And Alex Smith is the perfect example of it. He signed a massive contract, which, by the way, he was the starter for Pat Mahomes' first year, and and then he was traded away and he signed a big contract. He's $32 million against the cap. This is why you wouldn't do that. Okay, so but but here's the here's the biggest point, and this is the one that that I want you to really think about when we bring on Bucky Brooks. If, if the point you are making is one that a lot of people are thinking, then how come nobody's saying it? The reason, the only, the, the issue that people have with the contract is with the length of the deal. Okay. I've talked to NFL people like, man, I wouldn't sign for 12 years. Okay. But if you're not going to give up that length, you're going to give up some of the money. And secondly, uh, secondly, and is that he, he wasn't, it wasn't the guarantees that people have an issue with. It's he couldn't get his contract directly tied to the, to the salary cap. So it doesn't increase as much over time as it potentially could. What he did was team friendly in that it doesn't kill them against the cap in the next couple of years so that potentially they could re-sign the Chris Joneses of the world. And then he wants to stay there and they made it. So basically they can't cut him in the first six years, which will pay him $274 million. And then at that point, the cap is going to, should go up. And he'll be able to get you know a, a, an sure? all-new contract. Do you know that for sure? The cap's going up? Do you know that for sure? No, it's probably going to go okay. down the next okay. couple of years. And then, yes, it's going to go up because it's gone up. It's like buying a house. Buying a house, even a recession. It's always eventually going to go back up in terms of value unless somehow the economy does something it has not done over the last 50 years. The salary cap's going to go up probably 10% year to year with the exception of the next two years because we're in the middle of a pandemic, which we've never seen. With that, Bubby, Bucky Brooks uh, joins us here on Fox Sports Radio and the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, help me out. In your mind, uh, did Pat Mahomes miss an opportunity because he didn't get a fully guaranteed contract? 
No, I don't think he missed out on the opportunity, Doug. I think actually what he did is he kind of like made it a situation where it was a win-win for both he and the team. Look, you're talking about a half a billion dollars that he could earn uh, over a 10-year period, given the state of the pandemic and the uncertainty that's ahead. Uh, sometimes it's smarter to grab the money when you can. And I know there are people that have said he should play the, the short-term game and keep re-upping and re-upping and re-upping, but we don't know what the revenue situation is going to look like and how the TV deals are going to impact it and such. And the way the deal is structured, he made it very team-friendly at the front end. So at least in 2021, 2022, they can keep guys like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey in. Uh, they can re-sign Chris Jones if they want to and keep a pass rusher and those things. So the vehicles are in place for him to get paid and get paid handsomely because you talk about an average of $45 million annually while also allowing the team to win and compete at a high level. And also just know that there's some kickers in that deal that will allow him to get back to the table if he wants to. But on the surface, locking yourself up for 12 years in a marketplace that can provide you with opportunities to make more money seems like, uh, maybe he jumped the gun. But in my mind, I think it was a smart move because he got the money, he got the security, while also giving the team an opportunity to have the flexibility to keep a championship caliber squad around him. That's why Sammy Watkins needs to take a pay cut, right? I mean, look, Sammy Watkins. No, I'm, I'm asking. To... I'm asking. They say, no, they say he, he did a team friendly deal to keep players around, so Sammy Watkins has to take a pay cut. My only point, Bucky, is that of all the players out there with the resume who could have been able to broker a deal to get it fully guaranteed, whether it was 10 year contract extension or six or five or whatever it is. He was in that position because of what he was able to accomplish in two years of starting. An MVP, a Super Bowl, that franchise hadn't won anything in 50 years. So that, that's really my point is that he had a chance to do something different to maybe change the pay structure, to maybe give NFL players the idea that they should be fully compensated and not have phony contracts that, that teams can get out at any point, but players don't have the same options. And, and, and that's where I think he missed a golden opportunity because we saw Kirk Cousins get that kind of deal as a free agent, and he didn't have nearly the resume. Yeah, Kirk Cousins had vehicles in place where he took flex and he wanted a fully guaranteed deal, and he got that. And, look, it depends on what your individual agenda is. If your individual agenda is to break the bank and go down as a legend when it comes to negotiating contracts, then cool, you can do it that way. But if your goal is to get the money that you want while also having an opportunity to compete at championship levels, because remember, we judge quarterbacks, even though people won't say this, we judge them based on whether they win and if they can win ranks. And so Pat Mahomes is looking around and surveying the landscape and saying, I need to have the talent around me to play at the level that I'm playing at. Yes, he's the number one player in the league right now. He's the face of the National Football League. He's in a position to, as they say, chase uh, rings and build a dynasty and all those things. But he also knows he has to have the weapons people around him. As it relates to, like, Sammy Watkins and those things, I would say this about Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is not Tyreek Hill. Sammy Watkins is more the complimentary player, more so than the number one. The guys that they realize are their blue-chip players, they certainly can find the money to pay those guys uh, according to what their market value is. Those other guys, they don't have to get in where they fit in. I think that's where Sammy Watkins is. Sammy Watkins has exactly. been, been overpaid for the last couple of years anyway. So that's, you know, he's, <laughs> a, he's their fourth best wide receiver. He's making 14, fourth best catcher. He's making $14 million. You're arguing for Sammy Watkins, Rob. In, in, enjoy that island. Uh, Doug Gottlieb, Rob Parker in for Dan and the Danettes. Um, 
okay, I mean, perfect example of what can happen even to quarterbacks is Cam Newton, right? Cam Cam Newton's uh, the, the the because of injury, the Carolina Panthers ended ended up cutting him, right? He got all the money in his contract until the guarantees were up, and he got paid all those guarantees, and then he was a free agent on the market, and he signed for the veterans minimum. Bucky, do we know what Cam Newton looks like? And I ask you this from this perspective. I talked to some NFL people before this happened. They were like, I didn't like what I saw of him throwing the football last year in terms of a of a new throwing motion since the shoulder surgery. You add to it the Liz Frank injury and all the other uh, contact injuries he's taken. Like, do we know what Cam Newton will look like when he takes the football field? No, nah, I mean, no one knows. But, like, we don't know that about anybody. Do we know what Nick Foles is going to look like when he plays? Like, we don't know anything about those guys. I think what we do know for certain is that, look, Cam Newton is a talented player. Cam Newton, at his best, has been an MVP caliber player that is capable of getting his team to a Super Bowl. We also know that Cam Newton was a number one overall pick, and those other quarterbacks that are on the Patriots roster, they weren't. Jared Stidham is a fourth-round pick, and, look, I'll say that they could have won with him, but – all the people that are here carrying the flag for Jerry Stidham, it's kind of ridiculous when you compare the two. And then Brian Hoyer, we've seen Brian Hoyer play for a decade, and he is what he is. I think what the Patriots see in Cam Newton is a guy who has a set of skills that they can build an offense around. A guy who, when he's right and healthy, they certainly can use him as a runner. And I think this is what you have to understand about Bill Belichick and defensive-minded coaches. Defensive-minded coaches typically like to have quarterbacks that give them the most problems. If you go back and look at his quotes in 2017 when he called Cam Newton public enemy number one because of the difficulty that he presents as a guy that can run it, can throw it, can do so many different things. I believe because they're not necessarily deeply invested in Cam Newton, man, I think you can see them run Cam Newton. I think you see them put him on the perimeter. You can see Cam Newton at his best. And I'm going to say this, and I'm fine being on record. This will be the best coaching that Cam Newton has ever received in his NFL career. And if he takes to the coaching and becomes real dialed in with the preparation part of how the Patriots get ready, we will see the best Cam Newton that we've seen in this league. And I think that's a scary thought for teams in the AFC. Bucky, uh, Washington is in the midst of changing its name. Uh, Daniel Schneider said it would never happen under his watch. Was it a combination of the financials from sponsors or whatnot that, that got this happening or, or the, the mood and the movement of the country going on? Was it, was it, well, it certainly, what, what motivated it, him the most? It certainly didn't come from the bottom of his heart that he woke up one day and said, you know what? I think I'm going to move away from this racial slur and the nickname of my team. I think the financial implications led him to make the move. And now the thing is, uh, Rob, I'm from North Carolina, but I have a lot of family in D.C. And look, Chocolate City loves Washington. No doubt. They love that franchise. They carry that that franchise more than any other team in any other fan base. And so, look, this is a situation where they're trying to make right. This is an opportunity for Washington to reset the brand, to really capitalize on it. If you really embrace the opportunity to kind of reset and rebuild the franchise, rebuild the brand, man, you talk about he can make hand over fist and money with new uniforms and new merchandise and new logos and all of that other stuff. And so it's about embracing the opportunity. It's something that we knew was coming. And look, man, what has happened in the last six months, like we've seen so many different things happen in 2020, but this is kind of like a seismic sea change. And so people are having to embrace the change. And I think Washington, like 
Cleveland in baseball and, and Atlanta and some of these other, right. they're going to have to change the way they do business because, look, man, you can't go about doing this because Native Americans have been the only group that has been singled out to kind of be a moniker and an imagery and a, and a, and a, and a mascot that, that we no longer can, can accept in this country. Wait, wait, so, so Braves is a bad thing? I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with that one. No, nah, so the Braves, in terms of the Tomahawk Chop and some of the imagery that have been on the, the Braves uniforms, like when they had Chief Wahoo and those things, like those things are not necessarily representative of where we're going when it comes to the way that we represent the entire country. So they're having to have conversations about that, and are they squared away with the Native Americans that are in that area or whatever, just like Florida State and some of the other schools that are representative with Native American logos and imagery. Bucky, awesome stuff. I just listened to the most recent pod. It's a good one um, about, you know, kind of going back over the, the first round draft picks. You uh, and DJ do an amazing job. It's called Move the Sticks. Download it if you can. Check them out on the NFL Network. Uh, continued health and safety to your family and your friends. Thanks so much for joining us. All right, Bucky. Hey, man. Hey, man. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. Bucky Brooks, one of the good guys, former NFL player, course analyst with the NFL Network and Move the Sticks podcast. All right, coming up next, uh, we're heading into another weekend with limited sports. But the NBA is very, very much on the horizon. Our NBA players kind of making fools of themselves with some of their posts on uh, social media. We'll discuss next on the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb, Rob Parker, in for Dan and the Danettes, and the Dan Patrick Show. So uh, I believe all the teams uh, that are going to the bubble in the NBA bubble are in Orlando. J.R. Smith apparently was told to shut down the IG Live because he was showing too much stuff. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks had uh, some of their guys were DJing outside. There's been some fun things, but there have been a lot of complaints about the quality of food and the quality of stay uh, in the NBA bubble. Rob, what's your reaction to it? Uh, I'm not surprised. I think that the NBA, when you ask uh, millionaires to uh, put themselves in a, a very unfamiliar situation, a lockdown that you got to make it as lavish and as great to make them feel comfortable. These are people who are used to the finer things in life. And I know Rondo tweeted out something or put on Instagram that he was in a Motel 6 or something. Like he took pictures of the room saying it was uh, in the motif of a Motel 6. I'm not knocking people who stay at Motel 6s. But I think maybe at the NBA – Uh, didn't go all out and probably should have in a situation like this when you're asking people to make such a commitment and do something that is very uh, different and unusual to what they're used to. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I I have friends that are in the the NBA and they're like, look, we, like the nicest hotel by their estimation is like the Peninsula Hotel in Chicago. Like when you're used to staying at the Peninsula, when you're used to staying at Four Seasons, you know, when you're used to saying it at the best of the best, there is going to be a drop off. On the other hand, like, look, man, I'm not sure if you're aware, but there's 30 million people that are out of work and you're you're still getting paid at a at an unbelievable level. So it's, it's a bit mean- of a, it's a bit of a sacrifice, but it, it it's not like you're bunking up with six other dudes in two beds like we used to in AAU. Right, like, it's just not a great look. You can say, like, they're, they're going to have their own chefs once they get out of quarantine. Their own chefs. Like, we're going to do the best we can. But I, I think you end up having, inst- you don't get sympathy. You, you Like, look, the, the common man spends all the money they can to go sit up in the upper deck and watch you play once or twice a year. That, those that, are the that, real that, fans of the NBA. I get that. But that doesn't mean that if you're used to a certain standard of living. No question. And it ain't what you're used to, Doug, that you can't say anything, that you have to be mum and act like everything's great when it's not. But 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 but, but saying but saying but phony. saying something on social media is different than saying it, something to Rob Palinka or saying something to the NBA or going to the NBA PA and going like, hey man, we, we got we gotta improve this thing. That, Doug, that's how world, you like what listen. world have you lived in? I, I, what what? What world are you living in? Do you know what social media is and what people do on it all yes, the time? Yes, and this is so one this of the, is, this is one of the trappings of social cor- media. Well, but this is part this is for this the is course. like this is like the guy who's flying on American Airlines and his flight's delayed, and instead of going to the counter and having a discussion, they tweet out that American Airlines is the worst because my flight was delayed and my bag was lost. Like, yo, look, relax, things happen. We have to be reasonable about it. Like, we can't, there's just not enough rooms at the Four Seasons. There's not one city we can put you in. This is the best. This was negotiated over months, and this is the best thing we come up with. And it still means that, Doug, if something is not up to standards, that you should still have the right 
to voice your opinion Again, whether you, you like have freedom, it or not. You, right. You I have, right. Like and I can not. tell you that it to most dudes, you sit there and go like, dude, what? Like I saw Patrick Beverly's and Patrick Beverly's got gaming unis. Got, you make the best of a situation. And part of it is Pat Beverly's played overseas. He knows just how good dudes have it in comparison to the NBA. And I, but, I get it. I, look, look, I get it. When you've been eating, standard from somebody else. No, everybody's no, everybody's no question, different. No question. And he has, Rondo has every right to complain. To complain publicly, I think, ends up having a, the type of negative effect. We're like, dude, really? Really? Because having stayed at a, a Motel 6, I can tell you that ain't what it looks like. Right. And uh, you like you just you have to be understanding and reasonable and you Talk make yourself you out know, to maybe, be an entitled a-hole. That's what you look may, like. Maybe he was in the tub relaxing and realized that there was a mouse in there with him. I mean, I don't I don't know. Would that make you feel good? No, I, I just again, I you have the right to complain. I just think complaining just think on you, social media is like, hey, look how bad we have it. Like, I don't know if I, it looks I think that you're bad. unrealistic to think that everybody's going to follow the rules. No one's going to say speak out of turn. I don't think that's a realistic approach to life. That's not how things work. And sometimes the squeaky wheel gets the oil. So maybe they can do better if it's not up to par. That's all. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. I, I, I get it. I just remember at the end of the day, the fans do pay your salaries. And those fans are ones that many of them are out of work right now. They're like, yo, man, like, seems all right to me. I, I get the food could be a little bit better. Do you tweet when you get a great meal? If you do, then then I'll, I'll recognize a little bit better. He's Rob Parker. Check him out on The Odd Couple. Check out the Doug Gottlieb Show coming up later. Dan's back Monday. It's Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.